Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hello and welcome back, Tim and Julie Harris. Harris, mm-hmm. a U.S. tour, US tour. twenty twenty one. Indeed, and we are going to skip the travel log today, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about our experience in uh, Jackson Hole yes, tomorrow. Yes, once we get more settled and uh, have more to tell you about. Right, we want to finish the topic that we started on the second half of the show yesterday, where we were uh, talking about an article that came out about EXP Realty but more specifically EXPI. This is an article or this is a a podcast topic judging by the number of downloads that has piqued a lot of your interest. And so we're going to stay on this. And I think probably we'll get through this rather long article by Mm -hmm. the end of the, uh, by tomorrow's show. But I will, um, we are going to include a link to the original article that was written by um, a guy that's basically a financial uh, analyst. He is one of these financial money guys. He's not in uh, real estate. He's not a real estate broker. He's not anybody who's, going to be... Have, he wasn't a founder of VXP. Right, exactly. Nothing like that. No, no, and my, matter of fact, I only found out about this article because one of our clients, one of our coaching clients and an agent in EXP shared it with me. Oh, I was going to ask you that. Michael Zawalski. Okay. And so this, and this particular article I thought was, and you, I think mm-hmm. you've read it three I, times. I think it's great. And it explains a lot of the things that I think a lot of uh, people are confused about, about EXP Realty. And if uh, in case you're listening to this, this is our first podcast. This is Real Estate Coaching Radio. Julie and I are on the road mm-hmm. for two months, and we're you know doing our podcast from the car, from hotel rooms. And this is not normally what we talk about on our podcast. Um, but what we're doing is we're visiting 20 different states. We're um, visiting the towns where we have coaching clients. We're boots on the ground. We're seeing what's happened as a result of COVID. We're essentially observers in all these little beautiful towns and cities where we have so many wonderful coaching clients and friends and family members. And so we're traveling all over God's green earth. Mm -hmm. And even though we're questioning our sanity, to be honest with you, (laughs) on more than one occasion, uh, we are traveling without a plan. We only have, uh, really, we only had two firm dates. One was the 6th of July when the plane landed in Dallas. And the other is basically going to happen in about 20 days in Central California. We're going to be at Monterey for Car Week. So if any of you guys are or gals are car nerds like uh, Julie and I are, please do consider spending time with us at Car Week. Yes. And if you are traveling to Car Week, the clock is ticking. Get your reservations because it's basically in one month from now. Well, actually, you're and, and so where yeah. we're going after um, Jackson Hole, we have no idea. Yes. Well, and, we do and, know that we'll be in the Monterey Peninsula starting roughly August 10th, give or take. But I will tell you this. And Julie and I, we thought this was going to be a problem, but we didn't realize how much of a problem it was going to be. People are absolutely traveling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are. Uh-uh. Everything is booked. There's waits <laughs> to get on. I mean, when we were in Estes Park, there was like a two-hour wait to get on the, the, the tram. tram. I mean, you couldn't even get into uh, what was it, Rocky Mountain National Park without a reservation. You needed a reservation to get into a national park. We pulled up, and the yeah. pleasant gal said, "Do you have a reservation?" Nope. There's the turnaround. Yeah. So don't procrastinate. If you guys really want to get out this summer, and you're feeling exhausted from all the COVID lockdowns, you need to get really proactive about that. And don't do it like we're doing it. Yeah. Is that what we're trying to politely say? Kind of. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, Julie's getting a lot. It's of tra- all working out, but you know, if you're a planner type, you would be frustrated. So you're saying you're frustrated? Yeah. Well, you know. Well, we're finding hotel rooms. We, we haven't. We but we did mentally prepare yeah. 
to sleep in the car if we had Indeed, to. Indeed, which we're not going to do. No, I don't think we're but, as rugged, I don't think we're as rugged as we thought we were. No, but you know, you do. I think there is something to learning how to uh, strategize between VRBO and HomeAway and Travelocity and TripAdvisor and all these things. Because we literally have seen reservations disappear while we were setting them up. Yeah. That's how busy the travel is right now. Well, when we were booking Jackson Hole, Julie was poking through looking at the pictures. And it said when we started on there, that there were four reservations left. And then when basically she clicked off to see, you know, check the <laughs> yeah. dates, there was one reservation left. And it was like what they do, what these hotels do is they price dynamically. Mm -hmm. So it's like Amazon does this as well. I've seen our book, Harris Rules, uh, which continues to be a bestseller on Amazon. That book has been for sale sometimes for $8. And then depending on your own buying habits on Amazon, it could be for sale for as much as $20, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, hotel tickets and uh, plane flights work the same way. So based on your own buying patterns and also the amount of supply they have, they will jack the heck up on prices. Yeah, they do. I've actually seen like three rooms are available. Then one will uh, get booked. And then the previous pricing of the available two goes up like yeah, within five or 10 minutes. And then another one disappears and, you know, you can watch it happening right before your eyes. So you got to get cracking on this stuff. Yeah. Guys. And do get out and travel because it is something there is absolutely a um, celebration uh, going on across the country and all the places we've been where people are overtly um, demonstrative about their um, w wanting to interact with other humans. Yes. Absolutely. Even even in some of the communities we've gone through where people are still masking up, you can see that people are rejoicing in having the pandemic um, behind sure. us, which, you know, that makes sense, right? Totally. Totally. So get out there, guys. <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're picking up where we left off yesterday. And yesterday we were talking about, again, this article that we stumbled across about EXP. And listen to this with open ears, open mind. And then I think what you'll soon discover is a lot of you are going to be have more than a passive interest in joining um, EXP. Now, do not, please do not um, confuse what our motivation is for wanting to do this podcast. Julie and I originally got involved with EXP because of the fact that we were perfectly in alignment with EXP's mission as far as uh, being of service to agents and, and they with us. And I had never figured, Julie and I had always hoped to find a national brokerage that we could refer agents to prior to EXP when someone said, well, who should I join? Which was probably one of our top three questions. I mean, we have a huge coaching company. We'd always say, well, join whichever one's the most convenient and the nearest to you. We did not really spend a lot of time um, educating on agents how to choose a brokerage because at the end of the day, I mean, we've done podcasts about it, but at the end of the day, most of the brokerages were the same until EXP. EXP has changed all the rules, created a completely different set of business opportunities um, for agents and to not pay attention to it because you have uh, a bias this way or that is missing what could be one of the greatest um, changes in your life from a financial perspective, but also mm -hmm. from a cultural and educational perspective. That's right. So if you missed our ramp up to this, make sure you get caught up on yesterday's podcast. This is part two about this topic. So we talked a little bit about, you know, everybody always asks about commissions. So we talked about that yesterday. We're going to not redo that today. The next part of this is the power of incentives. And this article actually calls it the superpower of incentives. Uh, this investor says, let me step back and talk about incentives. I will explain exactly why EXPI, that's the stock, has been growing hand over fist and will continue to do so. This is very important. We humans have a hard time comprehending how powerful incentives can be. 
Perhaps the most important job of a company's leadership team is to get the incentives right and then get the hell out of the way. This is what he says. And then he quotes Charlie Munger. But this goes back to what we, you, what United yes. have been experienced being, you know, in our industry. We've been coaching sure. agents for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they ask us which brokerage to join. And we'd always say it doesn't really, I mean, we think really doesn't make much of a difference because essentially well, they're all offering the same thing. Until now, it didn't. Until really. now. And that's what the, that's the point that this investor guy is making. And remember, he's not associated with EXP. He does disclose he is buying shares. He is thinking that this is going to be one of his biggest, uh, essentially best uh, long-term investments. He's saying he has a five-year mm-hmm. projection. And he's projecting that the stock is going to basically triple in value. Sure. Uh, but again, not an agent, not a brokerage, no ownership as uh, other than owning equity in the company. So when you're going through these, when he's going through these points, understand that this is coming from a professional money manager investor, not some agent that's trying to recruit you. That's right. So he was quoting, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, exactly. Right. <laughs> so he and and sorry, exp agents, if we're preaching to the choir, you guys need to pay attention too, so that you can best explain why you joined. Well, I think Julie, this makes some great points. Again, we that's fantastic point. So Julie and I had, we didn't join EXP. And Julie didn't move her license there until early, uh, Jan, uh, see, yeah, January of 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay, prior to that, we had been solicited constantly to join EXP, but we were solicited poorly. And that's Correct. the only way of being on it. That's the way of saying it. In other words, the people that were trying to get us to join EXP did not explain the value proposition even halfway as decent as this article that we're reading to you. Had we understood or had we actually been presented with what an incredible genius idea that Glenn Sanford came up with, who founded EXPI, had we been explained that correctly the first time, say back in 2009 or 2010, we would have absolutely aligned that. Way sooner, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, get the message straight, basically. Uh, So this investor is quoting uh, Charlie Munger, who said, uh, this is Munger speaking, I place uh, reward and punishment, super response, this is a quote from him, the tendency first in my discussion, because almost everyone thinks that they fully recognize how important incentives and disincentives are in changing cognition and behavior. But this is not often so. I think I've been in the top 5% of my age cohort most of my adult life in understanding the power of incentives, and yet I've always underestimated that power. Never a year passes, but I get some surprise that pushes a little further my appreciation of incentive superpower. So why are we talking about incentives? I want you guys to ask yourselves, are you currently getting this at your brokerage? He explains that EXPI understands the superpower of incentives. EXP has all the six core attributes that create a win-win additive sum game. So this is very wonkish. I really liked this because I never had somebody lay out the six core attributes that create that win-win situation. This is more of an economic and investment brain versus how we all think as agents and brokers and coaches, right? But this is what So most, that's what I liked about it. His six points he's about to make, most agents don't really understand all six of these points until after they've joined EXP. Right, because then, then it happens to them. And then they stumble across them <laughs> yeah. and they go, what do you mean I got stock awards? What do you mean this is happening? I know. What, what's this money? Well, it's a different model. So. I've, I've had agents that we've sponsored EXP mm-hmm. receive revenue share, mm-hmm. uh, message me about it, and ask what the revenue share was for. And then I would say, <laughs> well, didn't you yeah. you know, didn't you know, sponsor five or six agents at EXP? Yes. Well, now they're selling real estate, and you're getting a portion of the revenue that they generated. That they pay to the company, that right. the company dollar then flows to you. Right. And so these, uh, the, the I've had on many occasions where mm-hmm. agents thought it was an overpayment of commission, and they're wondering. Right. Isn't that funny? It is. They're yeah. thinking that. They had to return the money to EXP. They yeah. didn't realize it was actually they were getting paid I for know. the revenue from the agents that they sponsored. It's amazing. And I and tomorrow on tomorrow's show, we're going to do some very specific math and compare so that they see the impact of that. 
Okay, so what are the uh, six things? What are those, what does he call this? Uh, the incentive structure. So again, you guys might want to take some notes on this. Six things. Well, first one, it has to be simple. Every incentive plan needs to be simple enough that everyone can understand. EXPI checks this box. So there's three little sub points. 80% commission, 100% after $16,000 cap. That's pretty easy to understand, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so stock awards for hitting milestones. Okay, I get that. A lot of agents, to your point, don't really take that seriously because they've never been awarded stock. Let's go back to your first point, though. Okay. This is a conversation you and I have had probably 15 trillion times. Yeah. An agent will say, well, I'm on a 90-10 split, EXP is on an 80-20 split, and or I'm on an 85-5 or whatever sure. the heck I'm on. My split's better at wherever I am versus at EXP. Mm -hmm. And then I, this is all you have to say. Okay, so what is your what is the royalty or whatever the fancy name for yeah. it is off every transaction? And it's say, well, I got a great deal on that. That's six percent. So your real your commission split isn't really ninety ten, is it? It's ninety ten minus another six. After you've paid your six percent, right? Yeah. No, it's another. It's yeah. another. It's not ninety. It's ninety ten the commission split, and then you have to pay another. Right. You know, six percent. So you're actually on eighty four percent. Which split. strangely they never count. Right. I don't know why that is. Or they'll say, well, my commission split's the same, uh, or my commission split's better, and then I'll say, well, what's your cap? And they'll say, what's a cap? Well, so you're on the you're on your ninety ten forever, where you're paying ninety yeah. your ten percent of the That's broker. That's like the best you'll ever do. Plus six percent to what you know the franchise fee or whatever it is, and you never stop paying that commission split, no matter how much money you earn. In other words, with a cap is you pay in your sixteen grand to EXP. After that, you're hundred percent. You earn ten thousand dollars. You're pocketing effectively ten thousand dollars exactly. after you capped. Yes, and thank you for drilling down on that because you're right; they don't get that necessarily. Okay, so point number two, stock awards for hitting milestones. Another misunderstood thing. An award is a gift. It is given to you. Right. Okay? We, we don't have to be yeah. so close to the mics because we're not oh, in the car. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, point number three, micro point number three, revenue share for attracting talent. Keller Williams, on the other hand, has profit share. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. In theory, profit share should be good, but it's full of smoke and mirrors because of overhead costs that vary from franchise to franchise and month to month. His words, not ours. That's right. Okay, so the first point was the it has to be the incentive plan has to be simple. Point number two, it has to be significant. The incentive needs to move the needle to make it worthwhile. EXPI checks this box. Micro points, commission split is life changing from traditional brokers uh, that were usually fifty to twenty percent and two hundred fifty per two hundred and fifty dollars per transaction after the cap. So he's saying it is significant, hundreds of dollars in stock for reaching attainable goals. These are realistic goals. And that's $16,000 in stock for selling, usually for most agents, 30 to 40 houses, let me, let me talk significantly about that. moves that needle. And he doesn't mind me using his name. Um, and I, he's in Wilson, North Carolina, mm -hmm. Chuck Williamson. Yep. And, and Chuck is absolutely one of the best prototypical Tim and Julie Harris coaching client clients ever. Yes. Uses our scripts. I remember when I started coaching him, he'd been listening to the podcast and picking up breadcrumbs and sort of done a ha basically half-assed job of using our scripts. What, but he was still doing fantastic because mm -hmm. he's got great drive. And as soon as he got the scripts locked in, the listing presentation, the pre-listing sure. pack, all the things they learned as our coaching clients, and then his business went through the roof. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. He did not want to leave the brokerage he was with. I remember And that. I wouldn't even, I hardly ever bring it up on our coaching calls, right? Mm -hmm. And he would be like, well, Tim, don't ever talk to me that, about that EXP thing. I know you, right. you and Julie are are involved, involved with EXP, but please uh, talk to me, uh, you know, talk to me about that someday, just not today. And so what I did is uh, one year passed to another and I asked him to send me all of the accounting that his, you know, the spreadsheet, and he, he's a great business person. I'm not in any way taking anything away from Chuck. He's a really brilliant guy. 
absolutely a great guy. So he then sends me a spreadsheet and, he, and then he did, he had basically, it was, you know, very well done expenses, da, 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 da. Well, he did not figure out on his spreadsheet is how much money he had paid to his real estate broker. Mm -hmm. He had what he had made from the real estate brokerage, what he was paid after the broker's expenses, then minus his fees. And sure. he ran a very, very profitable business because he only had one assist. He don't, runs a business And he knew like his numbers. Took. He didn't just he throw that numbers, together. Right. And yeah. he's not buying business. No. He didn't even, this is the same guy I take, I, I, I use as an example on our podcast as a great example of someone who can be incredibly successful and literally not know how to use social networking. He didn't even know how to log in. And doesn't it. have a team. He didn't know how to log into Facebook, so I had to show him. All right, <laughs> so if you, uh, okay, so then what happened was is that I then figured out his math. I said, Chuck, would you send me please a list of all the houses you sold with what the commissions were? And he did, and he had that on a different spreadsheet. It was not part of his same spreadsheet. He then I sent him the, I sent him the numbers and then basically the numbers played out that he had paid his broker over three hundred thousand dollars. He did not realize he'd paid his broker over three hundred thousand dollars in commission split, um, and that was just in the previous year. And he'd been with this brokerage I honestly don't remember in how many years. I think it was at least five. And then we guesstimated how much money he had paid his real estate broker over that time, and it was over a million dollars. And then I all I had to do was show him how much money he would have paid EXP last year. And the total was basically 16 grand, but in essence, nothing because he, he would pay his cap by essentially the end of the first month every year. And he would get the uh, cap back through the icon program uh, through uh, basically in the form of EXPI stock. So effectively Chuck Williamson went from essentially fighting not to want to hear anything about EXP to fighting to want to hear more about EXP. He joined first year he not only does he uh, essentially save the over three hundred thousand dollars that he would have paid to his previous brokerage but then he also gets the 16 grand back in the xpi stock and the xpi stock uh, uh, went through the roof as far as what the value yeah, he was did have pretty good timing on that yeah his timing was great yeah. i mean he yeah. did he, he basically had all this equity from sure. i think he had uh, two years or a mm -hmm. year and a half no he capped twice mm -hmm. and so he had a whole bunch of the xpi stock and then it basically doubled in the value i think he capped twice now did he have to change how he was doing business Nothing. at all he didn't change Not, anything. he just basically he did all of that doing what he already does well, well. because and, and that was another one of his concerns mm -hmm. tim I, I mean i can hear his accent because he's yeah. got a very deep He's got a very deep Southern sounding voice. And he would say, Tim, I, in my small town, he was in uh, Wilson, North Carolina. It matters which brokerage you're with the locals here. They really care about that and whatever, whatever. And I said, Chuck, when you, people are doing, are people choosing you uh, as their listing agent because of the brokerage you're with or because of you? And he conceded that they're choosing him because of him. I mean, of course it is. And that's the same way with all of you. New agents don't get confused about that. Nobody cares what brokerage you're with. Now, maybe 30 years ago they would have, but now they don't. And they don't, don't now because essentially people's attachment to major brands has completely eroded. People that are older than Julie and I, they still are brand loyal. They'll only buy this specific kind of car. I mean, I remember Julie's grandparents, they'd only buy Fords, right? right. You know, that kind of thing. That does not exist anymore. Well, especially after they saw your face on the Zoom screen during during COVID. That was not your broker logging on. Right. They didn't do any of that. It was you who was taking good care of them. So people choose the agent that they're going to work with. They're not they're not choosing the brokerage. That is the way it works in real life. And I think Chuck's proven that. He didn't lose any well, business just from Chuck. that. It's I mean, the, you know, it's, just since we're using him as an example. Right. Oh, yeah. He, he kept he, doing he, what he was doing. Well, his business actually took off after he right. left. Because what happened was, getting back to Charlie sure. Munger's points, Chuck was able to actually have more of an incentive to actually produce more sales and create more revenue because he was keeping all of his money. 
So now before he maybe was a little bit, you know, I've earned enough money and I've got now he sees when he sells something that's going right to the bucket that allows him to buy more rental properties. He bought a beautiful lake house last year. He bought more XPI stock. Yeah. Did I tell you he wants to uh, uh, cabin swap with us? He wants to stay in Murphy and we can stay in his place and wherever his lake is. Yeah. That sounds good to me. In any event, so there's so many, there's tens of thousands of stories like this now. And I'm, you know, maybe the next story that we're going to be sharing on this podcast is your story. That's right. So again, we're talking about timely. The incentive has to be immediate. Revenue share is given monthly based on fully automated internal systems specifically audited by Deloitte. Again, talking from an investor standpoint, this is all legit monthly and recurring. Okay, so the third point is it has to be certain. He, he looks at it from two different uh, standpoints um, in terms of incentives. It can't be gamed by the payer and can't be gamed by the payee. So what does that mean? Non-gameable by payer, what's the point of trying if the reward is uncertain? EXPI makes sure that it's certain. How is that? It's cheat proof. EXPI checks that box. Transactions have to be made for EXPI to pay commission, grant stock awards, and pay out revenue share. It's very clear. The revenue share pool is entirely made up of EXP's share of the agent commission pool. So there's no Mickey Mouse to it. Well, it's it, all, you know. It, so EXP agents, any, this is how transparent it is. You can log in to, it's called My EXP as an EXP agent, and you can actually have full transparency about everything that's going on. So for example, if you have, you know, 300 people in your revenue share group, you sponsor 10 people, 40% of those people sponsored somebody, 40% of the, and then maybe, you know, a year passes, a year and a half passes, you have 300 people, you can log in and you can see what those people are selling. You can see what percent of uh, that uh, revenue that they're creating is going to your revenue share. Total transparency. Total and complete transparency. EXP shows you everything. There's nothing hiding. You don't have to go and ask for a special report or record, re, you know, file some, you know, uh, request with Sally and hoping they Sally. They say, you know, that's not available to you because you're not, at, you know, the executive level or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all good. So then the last point he makes is to share the wealth. The reward pool must be earned as a group. EXPI checks this one too. Stock provides an opportunity for all agents to think like EXPI owners. Revenue share paid by EXPI, this is the key. It means that both the sponsor and the sponsored win with more transactions. He says EXPI isn't for everyone. This is a good thing. It's geared towards attracting great realtors. Get them to go all in and you better watch out. And so he goes on to compare. We'll we'll do some math comparisons tomorrow. But I wanted to go through that, his points about the six things uh, about incentives, because I think that that's a little bit out of the box thinking for most agents and brokers. Because what is the old story, the old conversation was, you know, what are you paying your broker? I mean, that really was the conversation for since the beginning of time, right? Right. Um, And now it's basically, what is your broker paying you? And that's the conversation that many brokerages cannot have because they have no structure set in place to essentially create uh, multiple streams of income for real estate agents, for their agents. So it used to be I'm working for this broker and I'm on this or that split. Now it's I'm, I'm working for, uh, I'm an owner of EXP because EXP I shares you obviously get, and we discussed that yesterday. So you become an owner. So those of you who want to start a brokerage, why don't you just join EXP and basically start a brokerage through EXP? In essence, you're getting the same benefit. Well, speaking of which, Here's just another thing that comes up. Agents, and especially brokers who have worked really hard on establishing themselves and have spent some money on their signs and their brand and their Thank this and their that, this right? Up. A good point. So, you know, sometimes when you switch brokers in the past, you felt like you sort of had to sell your soul away and change all of your brand and your colors and your logos and your cards and everything. 
But I, this is one of the things I'm really impressed with with EXP is that they don't make you change any of that. Well, so if it, if Julie and I had, um, which we were never crazy enough to do this actually, no. but if Julie and I had Tim and Julie Harris real estate, right? And maybe Julie and I have been doing it for decades, and it's been something we poured our heart and our soul and probably all of our profit into, right? Right. And this was our, we had this great location, we had this sign, the logo, we sponsored the local T-ball, blah blah blah. blah. We, we had a lot of our ego. We're invested in it. Rightfully so. Sure. Emotional and financial investment in this That's thing. Right. And pride. Created. Even though effectively it has no value because no one's going to buy it. No, but it does maybe to us and to our business person's soul. Yeah, right. It, gets, it goes. It, thank you. All right. So you keep that when you join EXP. EXP, if you're a team, an individual with your own branding, a brokerage with your own branding, EXP doesn't want you to change it. EXP wants you to keep your brand, keep your colors, keep your logo, keep all the things that you've created. And all it has to say, and this all depends on your, your state laws, like where Julie and I sure. sold real estate in Ohio, there was something called prominence and, you know, Tim and well, Julie Well, you still Her have to comply, but that's the state. Right. That's not EXP. You state. have to, you have to comply with whatever your state regulations are. So like if you're out in California, you know, brokered by EXP can be in a very small font and your, you know, business logo can remain the same. Going back to the point I was making earlier about Chuck. Now, Chuck hadn't spent any money really on branding. His branding came from the right way, from essentially his success helping other people uh, buy or sell real estate. So that's that was Chuck's branding. Chuck's branding came from success. In other words, Chuck's branding wasn't branding. Chuck's branding was his reputation, which is honestly the real way. The best um, way. The yeah. best way to do it. The only way to do it, ultimately. Otherwise, you're constantly spending money. Mm -hmm. But Chuck didn't change anything. Everything stays the same and everything could stay the same for you. So guys, you need to have at least consider having an open mind towards EXP, real, EXP Realty. Julie and I certainly wouldn't be the advocates that we are for it. Um, if it wasn't something we wholeheartedly believe is the best move for every single real estate agent listening. It does not matter if you're a new agent. I mean, for new agents, they spoil you. It's insane, to be honest with you. You get a mentor program. There's constant training. There's access to your broker. There's access to other agents. You have there's, education literally 24-7. Yeah. You just have to log on and say what you want. Because it's, you know, online. And so it's yeah. not difficult to basically get in contact. And some people say sometimes, well, I'm so used to the traditional model walking into the office. Well, how has that worked out for you in the past year to year and a half with COVID, right? right. I mean, and the reality of it is, is you can log in from your phone, from your computer. You can log in anytime and you're rubbing virtual elbows with other EXP agents, not just in the United States, not just in Canada, but virtually basically all over the world. Who now. are all, by the way, invested in your success. That's right. Because we're all in this together to I'm, one of his incentive points. I mean, in our group, in Julie and I's group, it's called Libertas. And we have people that are in Colombia, Mexico. We have some people in India, agents in India, for gosh sakes. I know. We have agents in uh, Spain. We have mm -hmm. agents in certainly Canada. Um, and for those of you who are, I'm forgetting what countries you're in, forgive me, Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, and so the moral of the story guys is have an open mind to this. I know all of you do. You're in real estate because you wanted to be independent. You wanted to be free. Libertas means freedom in Latin. Thus the name of our revenue share group. We would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your sponsors at EXP. Just text EXP to 47372, text EXP to 47372, um, or you can just go to whylibertas.com and learn more about our group. Watch the two videos that are on the top of that website. Chances are that's all it's gonna to take to basically satisfy your concerns 
uh, and satisfy your needs with who you'd like to have sponsor you. You can always, if you're ready to join now and you've already watched those videos on Why Libertas, you can text me directly if you need to have a direct conversation. Frankly, I'm looking forward to more conversations while I'm on the road because, <laughs> you know, we were just on the road for eight hours, you know. So I'd love the opportunity to talk with some of you. If you're ready to join EXP, we, we're formally applying for the job of being your um, sponsor. You can text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. But it's not necessary you talk with me first. You can just watch the videos on why Libertas. Uh, chances are, I mean, I had a guy uh, text me yesterday who basically watched the videos and mm -hmm. named you as a sponsor and he was off to the races. I mean, if you go to whylibertas.com, it answers all your questions about eXp. But look, guys, it, whether you want to join eXp or not, you've got to understand why eXp is really changing all the rules with regards to, um, you know, the real estate game. And I'll say this mm -hmm. as well. The one thing this article doesn't talk about, we got to remember to talk about it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He does talk about it a little bit, the iBuyer influence on real estate. But we, sure. he does not talk about the fact that EXP has, has an iBuyer Express that agents offers. can use. Express offers, right. So let's make sure we talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like the icing on the cake. It's funny we have to remind ourselves. That's on top of everything else we've already talked about. I mean, Julie, can you imagine if we had the opportunity when oh, we sold real estate? I don't even think about it. That would I mean, be it. I mean, what were, where would we be? I, honestly, it's crazy, isn't it? Yes, light years ahead. But, you know, I don't feel so bad about it because EXP, you know. Well, it wasn't around. When we were selling real estate. You know, yeah. Well, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>